0: welcome to out of the arts with beth and amy we will help you bridge the gap between an arts career and a career outside the arts industry if you enjoyed today's podcast make sure to subscribe and follow us on social media at out of the arts linked in the show notes
1: hi everyone welcome to out of the arts podcast with beth and amy i'm amy i'm here with beth And today, we're going to talk about the process of making a change. Deciding to go in a different direction can be hard. And if you're a performer right now who needs to find a job in a non-arts industry, there are a lot of questions that you need to ask yourself to feel comfortable with moving forward and with next steps. It's... Interesting, because some careers are naturally short, like football players, right? I mean, they typically have a career in their 20s for 5 to 10 years, and then they know right off the bat that, sadly, eventually that's going to end, and they're going to have a second career later on, whether it's acting or advertising and acting as a spokesperson or just living off their millions and making money off of, (laughs) off of sponsorships and stuff like that. But in the arts, it's different because we have the ability to go on to be choreographers or directors or teachers or whatever it may be. And that's not by mistake. We want to stay in it and we want to stay involved in it and keep it going. And a lot of times those Opportunities come from previous work and relationships that we've done before. And we make steps to maybe first be an actor and then maybe you become an assistant director and then maybe you can work your way up to director. But even if a change looks seamless from the outside, it always comes with a lot of thought and dedication. You very rarely just happen into it and altering your career is definitely not for the weak of heart. So there are three big questions you will need to ask yourself as you're stepping forward. What do you love to do? What are you good at? And what do you need to make this sustainable? These answers might not set you up for a management role in a new field tomorrow, but they will definitely give you confidence in the career options moving forward.
0: So today we're gonna start with the first question. What are the elements of performing that you love? If you are a performer, you're a dancer, singer, actor, you clearly have passion for the work that you're doing. We want you to keep that passion, take the elements of what you love in your current career, and we'll figure out how to apply that later on. So we're going to start with some examples. You might love making people happy, uh, telling stories, sharing the story with the community, right? You, You don't want to do this by yourself on an island. You like doing this with a group. You might love being the center of attention. Maybe you're great with a group of people telling the stories. You are the town crier, and you love it. There's no judgment about that. You should be aware of the things you love in your job. You might love the rush of doing something a little different or if you are a musician, singer, dancer, you might love sharing the music. That might be something that you are really passionate about and something you want to continue taking with you even in a new industry. This love helps you feel grounded when you are involved in another industry they help you connect what you've been doing what you were doing three months ago six months ago a year ago two days ago maybe taking those elements taking your skills taking these things that you love and moving forward this helps you feel grounded since there are no right or wrong answers for this and this is true for the entire activity answer most truthfully for yourself that's really where you're gonna be able to help yourself in the long run.
1: Yeah, so think about what are your four greatest attributes or abilities? We start with four because that's a pretty solid number and gives you a really good groundwork of who you are and what you are good at. This doesn't necessarily mean acting, singing, dancing, Those are great things, too, but for you as a person, when you're working with other people and you're collaborating and you're approaching a project, what are the greatest things that you bring to the table? This could include things like keeping the team together, helping others through the process. Maybe you like another part of putting a production together, like keeping notes or... Um, you're great at hanging lighting or something like that. Maybe it has nothing to do with performing whatsoever, but you're really good at finances. Your, your mind just works that way and you like it and you're good at it. That's great. Find these things that really make you who you are and the things that you're best at, regardless of your performance background and then take that and run with it. So you can make a career out of these things, or you can keep them as a hobby. What's most important to remember is that what you're good at is the foundation for what comes next. So I heard Rob Lowe explain this in a podcast recently, and I loved it. And he said, do what only you can do. So find the things that make you unique and make you you and that are really your personal strengths and run with those.
0: I once heard somebody give the advice, if you're looking for the things that you're really great at, ask your closest friends. This is where you want to ask the friends who will tell all, right? You want to say to them, I'm not necessarily sure the things that I'm good at. If you have a problem with something, when do you call me? Or what are the things that you think are my greatest strengths? Because sometimes it's really hard for us to tell that within ourselves. Use the people around you to give you some of that advice. Our third big question, and this is a doozy because it has a lot of different elements to it, is when you have to ask yourself what is sustainable for the life you want. This does have a lot wrapped into it. Is this a job for right now? Or is this a new industry forever? Are you, are you totally walking away? Or do you just need a nine to five to pay some bills for right now? Do you like working nights and weekends? Do you want to work 40 hours a week, more or less? Some of these questions are probably hitting the spot of why you're looking for a job in a different industry. I know that when I left the performing arts, I was looking for more consistent hours. So I had nights and weekends, or at least some semblance of nights and weekends with my family. So I could spend time and go to doctor's appointments or vet appointments, and and I really needed that consistency in my life. So when I was moving forward and thinking about my next career, I definitely was taking that into consideration. So give yourself the grace to accept that these questions and walking through it is really difficult. It's not comfortable, which kind of sucks, and I'm sorry, but I'm gonna tell you how it is. It doesn't feel good to know that you're leaving something behind that you love. It, It just doesn't, even if you know that it's the right decision to make. Me and Amy talk about this a lot on one of our first discussions. Uh, We'll have it linked in the show notes. It's important for you to know, are you looking for a new job or are you looking for a new career? Are you, is this for now or is this forever? And there is no wrong answer. Again, this just helps dictate what your next couple steps are. And maybe you aren't sure, but you want to leave the door open for either. And that's okay, too. Maybe you want something that is a job for right now, but could possibly be more. And that's okay. Just something that you need to take into consideration for yourself. So what are the things that you need out of this new job or industry to keep it sustainable for you, for the life you want?
1: Putting this all together. We have different skills. We have things we enjoy. And we have a timeline for moving forward. So link in the show notes, we're going to put a worksheet that we've created that you can write on and work through as we're talking about things. And you can start to piece these things together, put them down in writing and help you really work through them and help yourself figure out these next steps. So one example that you know this worksheet might look like for you, Let's say you love standing in front of an audience and walking them through a process. And maybe you're great at finances. And you need a job right now. But maybe something that could be a little bit more. If you Google finance jobs for extroverts, you'll find an article that we came across on study.com. With the top five positions with all of these things lining up being bank tellers, budget analysts, actuaries, financial analysts, and tax examiners, collectors, revenue agents, and that type of thing. This is a pretty solid list and gives us a good idea of the different directions you can go in when you line all of these things up. But some of these positions like an actuary also requires extra schooling and another degree and lots of things. Whereas a bank teller, if you have a good demeanor and customer service mindset, you can get a bank teller job more temporarily. If you're thinking long-term, maybe going back to school to become an actuary or something like that is a really great option. And... If you're, you're willing to take these classes and put the work in, then you can make a, a forge a new career path out of this. But if you're looking for a job right now and you need something to help you pay the bills, maybe a, a budget analyst or bank teller job will be the answer. So again, using Google, I found a position for a budget analyst that was listed on a job website that was looking for the required skills of computer skills, communication skills, verbal and interpersonal skills, and the ability to work independently to complete projects and then excellent analytical and organizational skills. Well these are all skills many performers have and the required experience is usually a bachelor's degree in finance or accounting or a related field, but if you have the right experience and you line up with all of these skills And especially if you are an entrepreneur or freelancer who's been managing your own 1099s for years, you can justify that as experience and it should definitely apply to this job and it makes you a good candidate for this job.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Another great example is if you love performing because you love telling stories of others. You love walking people through a process and you are looking for something short term. There are a few options. These will vary depending on where you live because they have different requirements. Some of these are teaching K through 12 school, training in a corporate setting, or public client relations, or if you're really physically active, you could become a personal trainer all of these things like the k-12 through 12 schooling for you to become a teacher i mean maybe you're you want to just become a sub and i think that takes a certification in some places if you want to move into teaching or training in a corporate setting that does not always have specific schooling requirements they are oftentimes looking for someone who's comfortable in front of people and comfortable walking through a process. So some of them do require the advanced degrees. If you wanted to move into teaching K through 12 full-time, you would probably need to go back and get a whole nother degree. My goal is to help you understand that you have options. It isn't about being stuck doing something or being stuck without a job. You are capable of making whatever next step you think is best for you. We will have links to all the things we discussed today in the show notes. Come visit us at outofthearts.com for more details, and we hope that this has helped you on your journey. Thank you for joining us today on Out of the Arts Podcast. If you have questions or want to see specific content, please leave a comment or email, podcast at com. See you next time, and until then, we are rooting for you.